Happy 2022. I am so excited to let you know about a great new workshop that I have planned. It is totally free and it is targeted to you. That's right. To having the new year you always want. You know you make those resolutions and then they kind of crumble within the first few weeks. That's why I want you to join me January 18th, 19th, and 20th. 45 minutes each day. You can make that much of a commitment to yourself. I know you can. Are you ready for stressless success? I know you work so hard at everything you do. You're always dragging yourself across that finish line. Sometimes it's truly by sheer force of will. Am I right? I know I have been there. That no matter what kind of attitude and the busyness that just seems to flood your life from every corner, whether it's your projects or workplace dynamics or things going on with your personal life, Wouldn't you like to have success on your terms? Wouldn't it be great to have a fulfilling career where you feel like you can truly make a difference and great relationships and be paid what you're worth? Stop depleting yourself to succeed. You can find the link in the show notes or you can go to architectingpodcast.com. Get yourself signed up for this. This is gonna be fire. You don't want to miss this. It is gonna set you up for the best year of your career. I'm so excited to offer this free course and I really hope you'll join me there. Let's do this. Welcome to Architecting. I'm your host Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Bright lights. Welcome to 2022. I am so excited to start season two of Architecting. I can't believe that you have been with me on this journey for a whole year. Our birthday for the Architecting Movement is January 4th, so that is coming up. Look for some great celebrations. It's so exciting. I just love doing this podcast. It is a truly liberating thing for me to be able to bring forth the issues that I encounter either currently in my career or have encountered or see my clients encounter and to be able to put them out here and map out the solutions, right? Because we can commiserate and complain all day long and all that does is perpetuate the negative energy of what we don't want. On the other hand, when we look at it and say, yeah, that kind of sucks, don't want any more of that. So what do we have to do differently? Because if we keep doing the same things, we're going to get the same results, which is why I want you to make a commitment that 2022 will be the year you stop proving yourself. What, what, right? Yeah, that feels weird. I know it. 
I was stuck in this validation trap for probably most of my childhood, adulthood, career, whatever. It's a common thing, especially for creative people, because we're conditioned to need to please others, to need to have others recognize and value what we're doing so that they'll want more of it. The problem with that is not that we want to give people what they need or that we want to serve in the world, but that we never want to lose ourselves in the process. Proving energy is like, when I do this, then I can earn that. And we're tying our worth to doing instead of being. And we're saying that we're only as good as what we can contribute. It's a lot of artifice in that, a lot of game playing. And I really want to expose this racket that we're running about performing, being attached to work. Doing and being are part of the same momentum, right? They're two sides of the same coin. They're a duality. You need both. And I feel like in the modern world of the workplace, especially the creative workplace, we have eradicated being and made it all about doing, all about the performance and the show and the game. And it's time for that to stop. We get on this kind of rat race where we're saying, what do I have to do? What's the checklist? What's the roadmap? Where are the milestones? Tick, 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 tick. I'm getting there. I'm doing the thing. See, we think that if we do the thing, we get the result. And it's not a recipe, right? Your career is not coming out of a cookbook. It's coming from your heart and your soul, doing the meaningful work you want to do in the world can be a little bit hard to do when you get so entrapped in the process of proving yourself that you've lost the meaning behind why a certain accomplishment is even important or relevant to you. What I want to work on opening our eyes to today is how to get out of that place of proving, that need to say, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And instead, focus on what matters to me and what steps can I take today to advance. First of all, we have to unhook at least somewhat from external validation, which is the ticking of the boxes, the recognition from other people and instead say, what do I want? What is true for me? Because in the end, in your career, in your life, in anything you do, that's all you have is what is true for you. And you're either going to follow that path, whether you succeed or fail, you're going to still keep having that momentum because there's that alignment there, or you're going to try to follow somebody else's path And when you fail, it's going to feel humiliating and you're going to want to hide it and you're going to want to carefully craft this persona that you're presenting to the world that is the persona you think the world wants and needs you to be. And that's exhausting. Takes all your energy away. Keeps you stuck 
being busy, which is the biggest excuse in the world for not living our dream. We don't feel worthy of our dreams. We're afraid to admit we have these dreams. We stay in that zone of competency. I can work on a deadline. I can do these specifications. I can do these chores, run these errands. Pretty soon, our time is all taken up doing quote-unquote important, worthwhile things, but not meaningful things. So we need to balance out the compulsories, the things we have to do, because this is life and we're not going to ever get away from them, with the freestyle part of life, the part where we are doing our mission-driven work not a bunch of tasks that we're going to cross off at the end of the day, not a bunch of scurrying to meet other people's expectations for us. When it comes to having that audacity, so many of us are afraid to do it. Years ago, I had a job I was working on. The principal I worked the most with shared with me that he had interviewed a young candidate. And during the interview, this guy actually said, you know, it's my goal to one day own this company. And this guy was a little taken aback by the audacity of this young, kind of just out of school person that they would say that. Most of us wouldn't have the guts to say that. On the other hand, why not? Isn't that, to a certain extent, your dream? When you start your career, do you want to be the lackey in the lowest rung of the ladder getting paid the least amount forever? Or do you want to get promoted, have more influence, and potentially either own that company, some other company, or your own company? to be directing things at some point in your career. It doesn't mean you think it's going to happen next year, but that you ultimately want it to happen isn't wrong or bad. It's important. We make ourselves so wrong for dreaming big like that, that we actually squish it down. And if I were to say to most people, what do you really want for your career? What are your big goals? They don't have an answer because they've pushed it down so long because they're afraid of being judged for what they really want to do because it's too bold. It's too audacious. They think if they just do things to meet other people's expectations, that somehow that's going to work out for them. And it does to a certain extent, but it never really gets you exactly where you want to be. It can take years and years of time rather than moving quickly. And you may find that where you end up isn't even where you ultimately wanted to be. Fix that. Do not want that for you. The other thing proving energy can do is repel other people. I mean, we have all been around those people who are control freaks who are trying to do their job and everybody else's, who stress about everything, who want to micromanage, who are so concerned that their contribution won't be seen, won't be valued, that they're constantly in crisis, constantly creating drama and trauma because of their desperate need to be seen. And I know you have encountered these people over the years as you've worked. And I know that you have probably had a really negative reaction to how they show up, right? Because 
It's kind of gross. It's pushing away people. It's minimizing the efforts of others. It's disrespectful. Like none of that feels good. But now take a deep breath because sometimes that's you. And everything that you feel when you experience somebody else behaving that way. If you're not conscious of how you show up, if you get hooked into that proving energy, you show up exactly the same way. And people are having exactly that yuck reaction to you. Proving yourself all the time is a lot like prostitution. You are twerking away on that pole, working through the dance moves, hoping for the good tips. And hey, I know this can be really uncomfortable energy. When you see this behavior in others, know that it's reflecting back to you things that you also need to work on. And these are the things we don't want to talk about. It's why we surround ourselves in all the busyness. Because in the busyness, we avoid the judgment. And the judgment is what we fear because at our core, we aren't feeling truly worthy to ask for, to claim what we want. Like that guy who was early in his career at a job interview, unafraid, unapologetic. Step into that state of mind. You know, I like to start every year with a word that is going to be the theme for my year. So last year it was flow, which was all about being open to receive what would happen instead of pushing and proving to try to control the outcome. Well, this year we're going one step further and my word is audacity. It's one thing to do the internal work of saying, I'm going to get really clear on my intentions and then I'm going to get out of my own way and allow things to come to me. But the next part of that is to claim it in the world, even when it's scary, even when it feels like other people will say, who are you to do that? Well, who cares what they think? You can't get what you want if you don't ask for it. This is the next step, this audacity. I wanted to share with you why you need to embrace the discomfort of audacity. When you resist, Because you are afraid of what? Being seen as arrogant, being viewed as not a team player, being viewed as selfish, you know, whatever story you want to tell yourself about why you're not clear on what you want and out there asking for it. I have to tell you that what you resist, what you spend your energy worrying about, is what you keep drawing back to you. Gabby Bernstein, who is a self-help and spiritual author and coach, says worry is a prayer for chaos. Because it is what we do, right? We spend all our time saying, I can't do this because. I would never ask for that because. I'm too busy to even think about. And then that's what we draw more of to us. We draw those crazy deadlines to us, believe it or not. The unrealistic expectations to ourselves that we then have to pull off all kinds of heroics of hard work just to meet. Instead, let's not try to avoid our discomfort. 
let's not be ashamed of our failures and our disappointments. Let's sit with them because when we drown it out in busyness, when we only seek external validation, what we're doing is numbing out our own discomfort, going for those small wins, ding, 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 but we're also blocking out our joy. We're blocking out our ability to live our best lives and instead choosing to stay stuck on the hamster wheel. And we're done with that, right? We're done saying, ta-da, 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 look at me, I proved myself, where's my reward? We're going to be in a state of allowance. We're going to be audacious. We're going to say, I want this and I'm not afraid to allow it in. There is no cowering. There is no shame. There is no avoidance because allowance is the opposite of the perfectionist trap you're always in and the pushing, pushing, pushing to be seen, to say ta-da, to say look at me, please, please see me, that cry for help. You get past that by instead being in a state of allowance, of knowing you were put here for a reason. You did not have the calling to go into the design professions so that you could write a perfect client contract or do really good billing or get the work done or juggle a budget. Those things matter. But your why, your bigger calling is about empowering other people by giving them spaces that literally make them better. You know design matters. You know you can make a difference one project at a time. And eventually that is going to have an impact on the whole world. You know that. That is your why. And that why isn't attached to labels and titles. That why is attached to every day saying, how can I be in service? How can I use my gifts and talents to make a difference? How can I be an advocate? And an advocate doesn't cower in the corner. An advocate doesn't shy away from having influence. An advocate doesn't drown themselves in busyness. An advocate claims what they know they need to do the work they were put here to do. It's not about your ego. Your ego is what creates all the fear and the need to prove and the external validation pings that you need to get to feel like you're on the right track. That's your ego because your ego is trying to protect you and keep you safe. Well, do you want to live a safe life or do you want to live a great life? Can't do that by playing it safe. But you don't need to prove yourself to do it either. You just need to show up every day with clarity and you need to be open to the opportunities to make a difference that day, whatever they look like. And sometimes it looks like coaching a younger member on your team who's feeling despondent about the direction the project's going. Other times it means telling the client why they can't go in a certain direction and how it won't give them a better project. Other times, it means being willing to volunteer and be part of an organization making a difference or to write or publish so that other people can share in your knowledge. 
to be willing to consume other people's outputs and to have a healthy dialogue instead of being in competition. Show up every day asking, how can I serve? Look for those opportunities and be an unflinching advocate for your purpose, for the work you're needing to do. And know that in every way, big and small, you are making a difference. When you do that, people will see you. They will. You won't have to prove yourself. You won't have to be in that egoic energy of pushing other people down so you can rise. By shining your light, by helping other people to shine, you are having a greater impact and you are making a difference. I want to invite you into that this year. I want you to really make a commitment to always coming to your work, your life, whatever it is, through that lens of your why. In that place, everything is possible. There is no such thing as failure. There's just recalibration and learning. There's always momentum. Everything is aligned. Everything is true. And you can never go wrong doing what is authentic. And you never need to apologize for that. And you don't have to be for everyone. For those who are not okay with what you're doing or who you are, you can say, that's fine. Peace out. But I'm going to make a difference the way that I know how. I mean, we love to put people on a pedestal so we can knock them down. And that's where proving energy gets really dangerous too. When you are standing up there saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, the minute you have that misstep, the minute you fail, it's catastrophic. On the other hand, when you say, this matters because... And we need to keep our focus on this. And I'm passionate about this. Are you always going to get it right? No, nobody is. But it's not a catastrophe when you don't get it right because you were moving in the direction. And you can recalibrate. You can adjust. You've learned what doesn't work. So instead of having to say, I tried to clap up what I did here or there, and now it went wrong, or I made the same mistake I criticized them for, did you ever notice that happened? No sooner do you criticize someone than you make that exact same mistake. It's because they're reflecting to you your own weaknesses. And if you're improving energy, you're playing that strengths and weaknesses game. And we are all going to have days where we're strong, moments where we're strong, and moments where we're weak. So that's kind of a zero-sum game. Let's focus on our why. Let's focus on our mission. Let's focus on forward momentum for the purpose, not ourselves. And watch the magic happen because you will get further, faster. You will feel like you belong It will feel inclusive. It will feel impactful. And you will never have to fear judgment again because you've let go of the need to be approved of in order to do the work you are here to do. Share your insights from this episode. You can tag me on Instagram at Architecting Podcast. Take care. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means 
you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.